What happened to you? I figured you were dead. Hey, you okay? We didn't know what happened to you and what we were wondering about. What? Come on, man. Enough! You better start talking, asshole. Because we got shit we need to talk about. We're already freaked out. We need you acting freaky like we need a fucking bag on our hip. Okay. Nobody's going anywhere. Let's talk. Yes, my people. Yes, my people. We are back. We are back. We are back. Coming at you live from the Treehouse Lounge. Deep in the forest, baby. 240 feet up. Sheltered by the canopy. Provided all the oxygen. 
food. We need. We are self-sufficient. We are a community. That's me and you and the one sitting beside you also listening and the people sitting drinking their Mai Tais right now. The people working in the joint. The people working donating their time at the library at the observatory this is the treehouse lounge but this is part of the treehouse complex okay we are back here relaxing chilling we got other people doing work you know what i'm saying but we are here and i am here for you and i am your buddy Mortimer the Magic Man Maine. They call me Magic, okay? If you didn't know that, now you know that. <laughs> Man, if you don't want to call me Magic, you can call me Morty, you can call me Mortimer, you can call me DJ MC, you can call me Quad A, the Pirate of Peace, you can call me OJ, the Original Juice, the Not-So-Original Juice, the Matador, the Safe Cracker, your buddy, Eminem, Peanuts, Let's get nuts with it. Welcome back. What are we talking about today? Everything. Everything is everything. Let's get it. Let's get this money. Okay, so just like I said yesterday, (laughs) we are in the G's. We are in the G's and today we got double G. Jeff Jarrett. Just kidding. We got Getz and Gilberto, okay? A Brazilian and an American coming together to create some new juice, okay? Today we're gonna be talking about Bossa Nova, we're gonna be talking about jazz, we're gonna be talking about the girl from Ipanema, the real girl, we're gonna be talking about feelings, we're gonna talk about issues, super important issues, and so forth, okay? We're gonna be making jokes, We're gonna be laughing at jokes, okay? We're not gonna be pretending to not laugh at any jokes, (laughs) okay? Because we keep it real here, all right? Only one rule in the lounge, my friends, if today is your first time in the lounge, no dickheads, all right? You gotta come correct to get respect in here. Otherwise, our doorman, the mantis-style kung fu master, Ham the Hammer Ham, is gonna fuck you up. And that just means he's gonna politely ask you to leave, okay? Okay, so the choice is yours, baby. And now you've had time to make your choice. You're still with us. Before we're going to talk about the music, we're going to talk about the movie that we watched earlier today while we were setting up the joint. But before we even talk about the movie that we watched, we're going to talk about some fan mail, okay? And I mean, I guess this isn't really technically fan mail because it's more like colleague mail, okay? I got an email from one of my brothers in another treehouse complex, in another secret forest, in another place around the world, which I am not going to disclose, but he used to live here. This is my man. I'm talking about my man, Dust. Dusty. Dusty the Druid. Dust from out west, okay? Dust was one of the original architects of this treehouse complex, and then he moved on and started building other treehouses, okay? Yes, we got a network like that, okay? It's like that, and now you're part of it. So what did Dust have to say? Dust! (laughs) Wanted to talk about Drake, man! 
You know what? I'm gonna paraphrase this letter because I'm just like, whatever. We talk about all sorts of other stuff. You guys don't need to hear about, you know, um, the lenses that we're gonna try to uh, order here for the telescope. And you guys don't need to hear about, you know, like whatever. Treehouse politics, okay? So I'll just keep it uh, relevant to the music. Dust was talking about Drake. And Dusty the Druid was saying that he said the the email subject line was, which made me laugh out loud right away, Drake at it again. <laughs> and he says this quote from this article, news article, over the past year, flight data shows Drake's plane made 10 trips out of Canada, including flights to the Barbados and the Bahamas. The aircraft twice departed during Ontario's province's stay-at-home orders. Then he said, but also if I had a private jet, I'd probably do the same. And I was like, LOL, Dust, I know you're just joking. You wouldn't do that because that's irresponsible and Dusty the Druid, you are one of those most responsible cats I know, okay? Taught me some things, brother. Preach, thank you for writing. Thank you for adding your vote to the Drake tally. And okay, this may surprise you or it may not, but Dusty is not a fan of Drake. Okay, so current standings of the tally let me see here let me get the papers let me get my papers okay drake pro 1076 votes that's like emails text messages just general people reaching out to me and for the people who aren't so cool with drake okay we are at 1,927 votes, so if anyone was keeping track of that, how you like me now? Booyakasha! Moving on! What movie did we watch today? Oh, man. What a total piece of crap. <laughs> it was called Q&A. It starred Nick Nolte as a white maniac cop, you know, as usual. But he's like definitely a bad guy and man this movie was just so painful to watch i stopped like i don't know 35 minutes in and i was just like i'm just gonna go like you know roll up cutlery over here and not listen to this movie it was offensive <laughs> jeez that's all i'm gonna say about it boom q a piece of crap no recommend, no gong of approval, okay? Moving on. I got something else for you, okay? Here's something that I bet she didn't know. You're like, Morty, where the fuck is the music? And I'm just like, easy now, okay? We've been listening to this album the whole time. <laughs> this is jazz. This is a subgenre of jazz referred to as bossa nova that is portuguese for the new beat nova bossa okay it's just like <laughs> bossa nova came from samba music which i learned came from the mother continent africa Okay, lots of slave history in Brazil, 
Lots of captured people from Africa brought over and forced to work in the fields. And as I understand, one of the genres of music that those people had created in their culture was samba. And I don't know what that word means in English. But it doesn't matter because it's about the music, okay? It's about the vibes, it's about the feeling. It's about this new sound that came out in 1958, this bossa nova. And it's about this album that we're listening today, I'm telling you people, is one of the best records, one of the best front-to-back records that you can buy, that you can hear. If you're about the cool grooves and the lounge moves, okay, and chilling and just relaxing and just letting your brain float on with the clarinets and the voices and the, the everything's all right vibrations, you're going to feel it. The best moment I've had of my life with this record was in 2017. I was staying in a mansion in the middle of Costa Rican jungle and I was with some friends, some associates and one morning I was the first to wake up and I went down to the pool and I put this whole album on the PA system that went out throughout the mansion and it was just so nice to see the people slowly start to emerge from the eight different bedrooms and it was like everyone had a smile on their face and everyone was like what music is this what sweet music is this and i don't even think i opened my mouth <laughs> we just enjoyed and the biggest track from this record which has sold millions of copies worldwide is track one, side one The Girl from Ipanema which I'm sure you've heard before and it's probably was in an elevator <laughs> or some super cool restaurant bar lounge <laughs> that only the cool people know about okay because we don't allow dickheads up in here let me tell you a little something about this song, The Girl from Ipanema. Did you know that it was based on a real girl? And João Gilberto, the Brazilian cat, the Brazilian poet, who was like half of this song and album. What he would like to do is go to a beach every day and he would just chill out and do his thing and every day he saw the same girl and her name was Hello Pinero something like that and every day she would walk by and he wrote this little poem about her that they set to music and before we listen to the song I think I want to point out it's the record is mostly in Portuguese. The lyrics are mostly in Portuguese. They didn't want to Americanize it too much, but they did feel that they needed to Americanize it a little bit by having some English lyrics in the song. So check this out. The girl from Ipanema, the English that we hear at first. Long and tall and thin and lovely. The girl from Ipanema goes walking. But in Portuguese, that exact same line 
is better translated to this. Look at this thing full of grace. It was more about her aura and energy than the way she physically looked. And Zhao Gilberto was quite peeved with the translation. And he did not speak English. And Stan Getz did not speak Portuguese, as is my understanding. So they had a translator. And this wasn't a perfect relationship either between these guys because they were both, you know, artists. And they came together to make this basically perfect album so i'm gonna shut up and i'm gonna hit play on this record this is the girl from ipanema this is one of the best songs you will ever hear Mais linda, mais cheia de graça Ela menina que vem que passa Um doce balanço caminho do mar Moça do corpo dourado Do sol de Ipanema O seu balançado é mais que um poema É a coisa mais linda que eu já vi passar Estou tão sozinho Ah, porque tudo é tão triste Ah, beleza que existe A beleza que não é só minha Que também passa sozinha Ah, se ela soubesse que quando ela passa O mundo sorrindo se enche de graça E fica mais lindo por causa do amor
Oh, it just takes you away to that time and place, eh? I'm just picturing Copacabana Beach, you know, packed with Brazilians in Brazilians. You got Christ the Redeemer overlooking at us, this stone statue high atop with the perch, with the perspective. Those voices that you heard, that was Jao Gil Gilberto for the male Portuguese bit, and that was his then-wife, Astrid. She was a singer, but uh, apparently she only got on that track because she had come to the studio just to chill with her husband while he's making the record, and he's like, you know what, I need some English lyrics, so that's why that song became a duet. Zhao, largely considered uh, a genius. This guy could play the guitar, he could play the guitar like no one else could at the time and he was concerned with things like sound quality and the highest fidelity recording equipment uh, that could be purchased and he was widely considered the father of bossa nova his partner on this record the american stan gets check this out this is my favorite part of today's episode i don't remember where I bought this record. I do not. <laughs> but, man, I'm ever glad I bought it. Point is, when I bought it, it had been very well cared for, you could tell. And there was a newspaper clipping inside from 1991. And that newspaper clipping was for Stan Getz's obituary, which I will now read to you. Because whoever was the original owner of this record loved it so much and they loved the artist that produced it so much that when one of them died, they took the time to clip out the newspaper bio that I'm about to read and keep it with the record. And it's because whoever did that back in 1991 that you are going to get this information, this juice from me now. And I'll also say, the writing that has labeled this newspaper clipping seems like the writing of a female who had probably went to school in the 1950s. The cursive is that on point. So that person, whoever originally owned this record, they are surely dead too. So RIP to both of them. Let's hear all about Stan now. Title of the obituary reads, Innovator of Cool Jazz Called Sheer Genius. Tenor saxophone great Stan Getz, an 11-time Grammy winner, has died. He was 64 years old. This is from June 6, 1991. The jazz diet died Thursday at his home in Malibu, a coastal enclave near Los Angeles, said his publicist. She wouldn't give the cause of death, but it was cancer. He was very ill, someone said. One of the handful of real giants of tenor saxophone. Getz was recognized as an innovator of cool jazz. With his own quartets and quintets, he was a dominant force in the jazz scene in the late 1940s and early 1950s. Stan Getz was one of the most gifted musicians that America has produced, Dizzy Gillespie said. He was a sheer genius. And there was one thing about this man, he was the most melodic player on the jazz scene. Stan Getz had the quality to his playing, he was the best. He was a tremendous saxophonist and a hell of a musician. And we'll miss him, but he left a lot of recordings that will be around for a long time, said some other guy. Getz started playing professionally at the age of 15. Getz's 1962 album, Jazz Samba, had a hit, Desafinado, and was one of the first to fuse jazz and bossa nova. 
He won four of his 11 Grammys for this, for his Bossa Nova innovations fueled by the hit The Girl from Ipanema. Getz once said, My life is music, and in some vague, mysterious, and subconscious way, I've always been driven by a taut inner spring which has propelled me to almost compulsively reach for perfection in music. In fact, mostly at the expense of everything else in my life. Happiness for me is only a byproduct of this constant reaching and reshaping. My life is still music, it's just my approach to it and how best to achieve it that has changed. Getz was born February 2nd, 1927 in Philadelphia. He moved with his family to the Bronx, New York when he was six years old. To the dismay of his bandmaster at James Monroe High School who recommended him for a scholarship at Juilliard, Getz decided to quit school to go on the road. Getz first gained prominence in the late 40s as a member of Woody Herman's Second Herd. Throughout the 1950s, his cool improvisations dominated jazz saxophone playing and earned him the nickname The Sound. Dude's nickname was The Sound. Getz grappled with drug addiction for years. A heroin addict since the age of 18, he was arrested in 1954 for trying to steal narcotics from a drugstore. A drugstore cowboy, this guy. He served a six-month jail sentence and resumed his career in 1955. Get sued for divorce in New York in 1981 from his second wife after she went to state court alleging her husband, suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction, abused her and was unfaithful. She sought a court order for family support payments and protection. Gets is survived by five children. In 2019, Zhao died. Peace to these guys. Peace to this record. It is legend. The copy that I have is an original Great Britain pressing on Verve Records made in 1964. So while today's main message is, as always, peace through the music, Okay, the peace, the sounds, the vibrations. This is kind of like, should be a wake-up call, you know? Drugs, man. Drug addiction. Another genius taken down by the brown sugar. Tar. China white, they call it. Okay, H, big H. Horse, hero. Hera, heron, heron. Heroin. Ruined this guy's life. He was, you know, breaking into drugstores. He got locked up all because of the black stuff, the chiva, the number four, the skunk, the skag, the Mexican horse, the he, the boy, the black, skag, the sack, the white boy, the black eagle. Some people call it that. For some people, it's known as junk, dirt, golden girl, red chicken, spider blue, red eagle, nurse white, black tar, brown crystal, brown rind. Any of these names that you're familiar with, stay away from it. Especially the Mexican red and the Chinese horse. Okay? I don't want to have to, you know, go over this every time we talk about an artist and their drug use. I think we all know what heroin is by now, okay? Whether you're talking number eight or that shit that, you know, your friend Ronnie used to get on the corner from, you know, whoever. Before I go, don't worry, my friends. I got a little something for you to think about, okay? It's a quote from my man and yours, Isaac Newton. He's talking about use science to confirm only 
We must stop coming up with countless, endless explanations, possible explanations for the things that we don't yet understand. So he said, we must no more admit the causes of natural things such that they are both true and sufficient to explain its appearance. So Newton's like, don't even be coming at me with any more of your bullshit, okay? You half-baked, half-bankrupt pseudoscientists. If I can't look at the facts and verify, it's trash. If it's not enough information, if the, even the facts are not significant enough to explain, it's trash. Bring me the juice, he says. <laughs> Pour me a big fat glass. All right, so that is it for us today, my friends. But boy, am I ever glad you came and joined us today. All right, so from all of us here at the lounge to all of you out there all across the world and maybe some weirdo aliens out there getting down with us in the lounge, intercepting our communications because you know how easy that is to do. So from all of us to all y'all, Bring it back here tomorrow if you want a little bit more of this pure juice to your brain, okay? That's how we do it. Every day, learn something new because someday we might be able to pass that on to somebody else and that's called each one teach one, baby, and that's what's up. Take my word for it, all right? I'm gonna be back here in just about 24 hours and when that time comes, I will say hello, but for now, I am going to say goodbye, but no worries, my friends. I will see you tomorrow. Peace, 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 peace.